Okay. Hey, church. Welcome back to the Midweek Podcast. It is awesome to be here again. Brent, how was the Sunday for you? Oh, it was bittersweet with an emphasis on sweet. <laughs> yeah. Mostly sweet. Tiny yeah. bit of bitter. Yeah. We're, uh, I'm just thinking that that fact on Sunday. We Number one, I had no idea that there was such a thing as preacher shape. Uh, or pastor <laughs> yeah. shape. I think we were yeah. both, I uh, felt like we got hit by Mack trucks Sunday afternoon. That's right. Yeah. But you know, it was so sweet to be able to see people, even though we couldn't give physical hugs or handshakes, you know, to be able to see each other and in 3d was a blast <laughs> and to be able <laughs> yeah. to sing together. Oh my gosh. To sing together. Oh man. It was so sweet to hear people singing, to see people's faces, to see them. I don't know, man, it was good for my heart. And I was thinking, you know, to, to have Jenny lead us in the story of the Bible overview and all the adults, everybody, all ages uh, jumping in. I thought that was a that was a sweet time and it was good to have our little ones with us, too. Uh, but, you know, we say bitter in the sense of uh, I, I don't know that there's been a more stark moment of realizing, you know, as you look around the room, uh, of course, under 20 percent or so present. And then to look and be and just automatically just ingrained into your mind. That's where they sit. That's where they sit. And and mm-hmm. uh, all those uh, of our church family unable to to attend with us yet, you know that, that there's that component that is just get you know it's kind of sad the situation that we're still in. But you know every week that goes by, we know uh, you know we're just one week closer to everybody being able to gather again. Yeah. And uh, even if that's we don't know the date when that's going to be. But to know we're getting closer to that is, I think, really ministered to my soul over the last 48 hours. Yeah, it was sweet. You know, I was standing outside and watching people come in and just seeing the joy on people's faces gathering back together. And yeah, I just can't wait for all of it. But but so thankful again, you know, that the people have been able to plug in and uh, still worship together online. And uh, church, we just want to thank you for how you have um persevered and um, been faithful to push into these new uh, new methods of, of worshiping together. You have um, been resilient. We just we just praise God for you and thank you uh, for being willing to do that in different ways. Yeah, and you know, I'll say, uh, we didn't talk about this, but just a word of thanks to you and, and Casey Hart, I know, has done a lot of work to, to help make the, the first kind of live stream attempt that, that Grace has ever made possible. And yeah. I know... You know, we, that's not the equipment that we'll have when the the audio visual upgrades take place. It'll be a whole nother ball game of quality. Uh, but to see y'all scramble to, tr- to to make what was able to happen on Sunday possible uh, for you know hundreds of uh, of our church family still at home, uh, yeah, I appreciate y'all doing that. And uh, I know y'all worked some long hours and figured out some technology things. And uh, as you said, some areas that to be able to improve on, but. I know y'all did a lot to be able to make, make that happen. Yeah. And we appreciate everyone's feedback and we do want to continue to improve on that. Um, thank you for your patience. And again, like I said, pushing into, to different, different measures. We know it doesn't have the the same quality as what our things have had before. Um, but, uh, but we're working on it. So thanks for, for pushing in anyways. Yeah. You know, the connect team, bunch of all-stars on Sunday. Oh man. And, uh, just learning new things, uh, the clean team that Zach and uh, Katie Mitchell have helped assemble and, and trained. I mean, it was just a, it was a neat, 
thing to see people joyous as they were cleaning. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, and with record speed, I had no idea they could be that thorough. Uh, and that that amount of time that was amazing. Yeah, Zach uh, should really open like a cleaning business or something. <laughs> <laughs> if only. I've got the joy today of sitting down with Jerry and Sylvia Baker. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Um, we, uh, from time to time, take a moment to uh, interview church members on the podcast. And so uh, we've got just a moment to be able to, to hear a little bit about the Bakers and their, their story. And so, guys, thank you uh, for doing that. Um, could you tell us um, a little bit about how you ended up at Grace Bible Church? Well, I guess it started through the children's ministry, actually. Um, our church, we were attending another local church. Um, and they had lost their children's pastor. And uh, basically, I what grades were our kids at the time? Like third and fifth, I think. Yes. Um, and um, from the information we received, there, there wasn't a real push to replace the children's pastor. There was no attempt to replace the the children's uh, ministries, especially on uh, Wednesday nights. Um, and so we had a kind of a, a void there that we were, we wanted our kids to be involved in children's ministry. And, and, and I think, uh, I don't know if it was one of Mason's or one of Kate's friends or whatever invited them to uh, our, the Wednesday night programs there at Grace. And we lived right down the road at the time. And so, um, we started sending the kids there and uh, they just fell in love with it. And, uh, and uh, Bobby and Mary were actually the children leading the children uh, uh, programs at that time. And, and so, um, you know, they just continued to go in and love going. And, um, and again, at, at the church we were attending at the time, there was, you know, no real progress towards replacing that program. So, um, you know, it, it, it came to a point that um, through uh, several factors, not just that one, that we started looking around for other churches. And, uh, and you know, we were already sending our kids on Wednesday nights to Grace. And so it was just natural for us to start, you know, looking there as well. And so we uh, uh, started attending, you know, and visited it for, you know, several months, I guess. Um, and other churches, but uh, we just fell in love with Grace uh, during those visits and uh, decided this is the place for us. So we we, we became members shortly, oh, a few months after we, we started attending there. That's great. Are you guys originally from Nacogdoches or um, or what maybe, what maybe brought you to this area if you're not? <laughs> I moved here as a teenager so i've been here most of my life i've been so uh i, I i've been in academics i guess for most of my life except for school you know went off to college and law school but then came back and practiced right out of, out of law school okay we've moved away a couple of times but we always come back <laughs> that's great um i can see why you know it's uh it's a sweet community. And then it's, you know, it's, it's cool to see how the Lord has you know brought you guys uh, here to grace and, 
could you maybe just um, maybe just share a little bit um, about what you've seen the Lord do uh, at Grace Bible Church? So if you're, you know, say third and fifth grade is when, so maybe six years, seven years you guys have been yeah. at Grace, right? So mm-hmm. kind of over that time, um, what have you seen the Lord doing um, at Grace Bible Church um, just kind of in your in your few years here? Well, I, you know, as I mentioned, we, we joined the church probably, you know, maybe two months after we started really attending um, Grace. Um, we always, always thought that membership is, you know, something that uh, if we're going to be a church, we're going to be a member of that church. And so that was important to us. Um, and, you know, just a few months after that is when, uh, you know, one of the elders at the time walked up to the front of the uh, the whole, the service and said, uh, you know, uh, we've asked, uh, the pastor to leave. And so it was a, a surreal experience for us. Cause we had, I mean, we were very new members. Um, so we were just, uh, wondering what's going on. Um, I think God was, you know, with us, you know, in this whole decision to, to come to grace and putting us where he did, because, um, you know, shortly after we joined, we, you know, we heard the thing and we, we came from a church that was really Sunday school oriented and we didn't have small groups. So we didn't really know much about small groups at the time, but we were like, we were going to church and hearing about small groups like, Hey, that might be a good idea. And since we don't have a traditional Sunday school type setting, um, maybe that's something we need to look into. So we started attending, you know, we went, we showed up for like the, if you're interested in small groups, come to this uh, orientation meeting basically. And we signed up and the group that we, they just happened to join us to with, was with uh, Rick and Chrissy Hurst. And, you know, and it, I, I can honestly say that if we hadn't, if we pro- probably, if we hadn't been in that group, uh, I don't know what would have happened with, with the split and everything. I, I really don't. Um, but, you know, I think through God's providence, he put us in that group and just through the leadership of Rick and Christy, you know, we're like, you know, this is the church we joined. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna stick this out and see what, what God's going to do here. So it's been an interesting adventure. And uh, um, I'm just excited to see how, you know, you and Brent, in and and just the leadership and then then Roman coming into with the uh, uh, college ministry and you know starting SLT and uh, those things it's just been great experience uh, from my perspective. You want to add to that, Paul? I think something that I've really enjoyed seeing is how open Grace Bible is about everything. Uh, just the honesty. And the transparency with with its members, uh, that just, that struck me from the very beginning because a lot of people on the outside look at churches as full of hypocrites. And when you realize that everyone is a sinner and the church is not full of perfect people, and it's just a place where you can be yourself and that we're all just trying. And 
we all have the same goal. Um, we're all on different, um, we're all on the same path, maybe just different uh, areas in that path, but uh, that has been very refreshing. And I've loved, I've loved that aspect of grace, just to see that in action um, mm-hmm. and be a part of that. Yeah. You guys mentioned um, small groups. Of course, now you're leading a small group. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So how long have you been doing that? And and maybe um, maybe just share a little bit about how you've seen the Lord work in community. You've kind of touched on it a little bit already, but um, maybe what led you to do that? And, and how have you seen the Lord working just in your small group? Well, um, you know, like I said, we, we didn't know much about what small groups were when we came here. Um, so I had taught for several years, um, at Sunday school level, uh, at our previous church. Um, and I knew I wanted to be involved in that, uh, some aspect of that. So once we joined, uh, small groups, um, you know, as I mentioned, we were in Rick and Christie's small group there for, I think two years, first two years here. Um, but I really wanted to teach again. Um, and so um, I don't know if, the, if I brought up the conversation or if somebody mentioned it to me, but got in touch with Keith and, and just um, just telling him our interest about teaching. And, you know, he was mentioning that they really needed kind of a marriage group because we didn't have one at the time. And so like, okay, we can do that. And so we, uh, we, uh, Started, I guess, what's three years ago, um, and uh, started with about four couples at the time. Um, that went well the first year, and then we had two of our couples have babies, and one couple like had a work conflict, so we were left with like one couple uh, for the next year. So uh, the first semester, we it was just us and one other couple, and I said, well. Well, let's get, continue going through it. And so <laughs> we did that. And then the next semester, we had several more couples join. And uh, now we're, uh, we've, we've kind of moved the focus off of marriage and, and gone to more discipleship type route. But um, we've, uh, we've moved up to about 16 total in our group now. Um, mm-hmm. So it's growing. And uh, it's been an interesting season this past semester, of course, for everybody. Um, and trying to deal with all that, but uh, I'm interested to see how it's going to go from here. Well, that's great. Thank you guys so much for some taking some time just to, to let us know about how the Lord's been working in your lives and then specifically in your lives through through the church. Um, it is, uh, it's always sweet to kind of brag on the Lord and hear um, just different, you know, like kind of like Sylvia, kind of like you said, you know, we're all on the same path. We're all experiencing um, sanctification. We're all experiencing the Lord's ministry to us through our church and through our community. Um, But it's always refreshing to hear how someone else's journey is, you know, while we're all, we're all, we're all kind of going, I'm using a visual here that (laughs) that on the podcast, they get here, but we're all kind of, I'm using parallel hands. We're all kind of on the same journey, but we have different perspectives and different, um, uh, different points of view. And so it's cool mm-hmm. to hear yours and, and it's a, a joy to do so. So um, again, thank you so much for, for sharing with us. 
uh, and glad to hear from you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. So this week we'll be in John 8, 30 through 59. And Stephen, one of the things I, I found so fascinating in studying for this text is that you've got individuals who, after the text we looked at last week, says they respond in belief. But Jesus knows their hearts. He knows they don't actually believe. And he, as the light, reveals that they really don't believe in him. And a scene that begins with them claiming to look to him concludes with them looking for stones to try to kill him. Hmm. And in this picture, though, what we're going to note on Sunday is Jesus pre- presents for us what and who disciples actually are. And so we're going to observe five clear statements that Jesus gives as he paints this picture of, of what a disciple actually is. Who, who Who is one who believes? Who is one that abides in Jesus? And it's pretty an incredible. It's an incredible text because we get this teaching in the midst of, uh, as he exposes these uh, these pseudo believers, if you will. It's a it's a beautiful text. It's a sobering text, but as a believer, it's also a very real peace giving text because we are able to read this text and we're able to say, Jesus, thank you that I do love you. You know, thank you that mm-hmm. uh, I am at peace, abiding in your word. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it gives us a response that is clearly, we're saying I am, I am on the opposite party of this group that claim to be believers, but concludes with them wanting to, to stone Jesus. And it says, I, I know my heart is most at peace when I'm resting and in communion with the Lord. Uh, we know we're in unity of the, with the Lord always, uh, because of Christ, but to be in communion with the Lord, that is when we are as believers I think, uh, without a doubt, in our sweetest, most peaceful seasons, regardless of our circumstances. Church, it'll be great to worship again with you on this Sunday. Brent, thanks again for uh, your time in the Word. We uh, ask are asking the Spirit to help us and to guide us. And uh, church, uh, we love you, and we look forward to our time together. Oh, can't wait, Stephen. Stephen.